I can see the demon in you doesn't want to come out and play. I can see the demon in you doesn't want to come out and play. Everybody say, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Everybody say, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Everybody say, What's going down? Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Dre. We always start the podcast the same way. Thank you for taking the time out to listen or maybe even watch this motherfucker because, I mean, we got the video part of this thing kind of up and rolling a little bit. Um, I, don't, I ain't going to cap it, y'all. I don't know what I'm doing. We, we, we flying by the seat of our pants right now. This is stage one beta of the video slash audio portion of the podcast. I can tell you a few things. I can tell you, number one, y'all know that I kind of pride myself on the audio of the podcast being kind of crisp. And what 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 we got for the last episode, that that's not cutting it for me. I'm not, I'm not fucking with that. That can't be where we at. Uh that's unacceptable. So if having the video makes the audio sound like that, I'm gonna need to consult with somebody who could really help me out on what I need to do beyond this you know what i'm saying like somebody then it's beyond me if i can't get it figured out then you know uh i'm going to i'm gonna have to contact someone else to help because like i said what what we got here this shit right here my nigga it's not cutting it um so that's that um the other thing i could tell you i can upload the videos to spotify which is, I think, a pretty dope feature that if you on Spotify, you can watch the video or just listen to the audio. I, it's a feature that I've seen on podcasts that I listened to on Spotify, so I already knew it existed. So I was super down to be a part of it. However, um, I can't add the ads in there. And uh, that's how I need to get my pennies, bro. I got to, you know, I appreciate the subscriptions and everybody who shows love and everything on the four ninety nine tip, but it's not enough to keep this thing powered. I need every dollar that's out there for your boy. So um, until Spotify and Anchor get together and uh, make it to where I can add the ads in, you know what I'm saying, on my video podcast on Spotify, then um, that shit is dead, son. I don't really know any other way to put it to y'all. That shit is dead, son. I'm not uh, not uploading that shit anymore. Um, I did start a YouTube channel for the podcast, though, and I'll upload the episodes onto the YouTube channel. Um, I'm pretty certain that the YouTube is FTS podcast. I'm like 95% certain, but I mean, let's just be honest here, y'all. I just, I just threw it up. Like a day or so ago, I haven't uploaded anything to it yet. Tonight's going to be the first time I upload anything to the YouTube. So this is all new. You guys are on this ride with me, and uh, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope that it's I hope it's worth it. Um, what else about the video? Oh, you may have noticed if you follow the Facebook on Facebook or on Twitter. You might have got like a little note like, oh, the podcast is about to go live because I was about to go live. 
But I forgot. See, what had happened was before I went live, I forgot that the whole reason why I do a podcast is because I have anxiety and I don't like to speak in front of a bunch of people. And right before I got ready to go live, my anxiety was like, hey, my nigga, you remember me? And I was like, yeah, I do. I mean, I recognize you and shit. You've been gone for a while. I thought you was, you know, I thought you maybe, I thought maybe you found somebody else. That's what I was hoping. I was hoping that my anxiety had found somebody else, but my anxiety did not. It was just creeping, letting me get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And then right when I got ready to click the live button, it was like, yo, my nigga. And I was like, what's up? It was like, um, you know, everybody's going to be hearing everything you're saying like live. Like everybody could like access it all at one time. Like you're going to be watching them real time, see everything that you're doing. It's basically just like speaking in front of an infinite crowd. And I'm like, whoa, wait. But I'm, I didn't even announce that I was going live. It's not like I have this wild following that exists. You know what I'm saying? Not that I want to manifest something like that. But just being real, realistic, I'm trying to tell myself. I'm like, bro, like, at max, it's probably going to be like 20, 30 people that, that put eyes on this real time while you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's no notice. It's not going to pop like that. Relax. Don't worry. Y'all, I couldn't. I clicked in broadcast so fast. I, then I opened up my Facebook and seen that it was like, yeah, this nigga, um, he, uh, <laughs> I clicked it. I see it. It was like, yeah, we going live. It said whatever I said. Like, ain't this like, it was like, like, ain't no notice on this wood. Like, tune into the show or something. And I was just like, heart sank. I was like, no, but it did it because I just clicked right off of that shit. It's probably, it might be like a, a little two second video up and nothing of like blankness. I don't even think I had turned the camera on. Y'all, I went right back in to do this immediately because I was like, I need to knock this podcast out so I can chill on my nights type shit. But so that's what happened there. Um, sorry, y'all. I'm gonna try. I'm the live shit. I, I I feel like I need to do the live shit. I feel like it's another one of the things that I'm gonna have to get comfortable doing in order to really push the brand of this podcast out. Because I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like just just full disclosure. I'm going to continue to pump out the episodes at this page for the entire rest of this year. Um, If it's not like a noticeable growth by the end of this year, I'm hanging this shit up. You know what I'm saying? I can rest on my laurel. I'd be like, that shit was fun. But I'm not. This shit takes a lot of time and energy. It is fun, but it takes a lot of time and energy. So I'm going hard, though. As a, But what I will say is this. If you here for the ride of this season, it's about to be so like, nigga, the guest, I'm bringing on another guest next week. It's already planned. The guest is about to start being more frequent. The episodes is about to like, it's everything is about to continue to get better. I'm putting time and energy and focus into this in a, in a way where I'm not, I don't want it to sound like on no, like, Oh, if, if I don't get famous, I'm gonna quit. Like, no, that's not it. I'm about to really start investing my time, energy, and resources into this. And if I don't see enough growth, I'm not going to continue to exert those resources and stuff into that. It's kind of like a relationship. Like if you really put your all into a relationship and it's just not doing what you need done and you take a step back, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like you did your part. You did everything you could. Now you kind of like, let me see what else is out there for me. That shit, right. Um, so, yeah. That's that's where I'm at. And then honestly, I'm gonna keep it a billy. I don't know how long a nigga gonna be able to make it as a teacher in Texas, talking the way I talk with my face on the videos. I don't know how long it's gonna take. Man, I don't know, man. If the, it, it might come to a point where I gotta, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't know. I, I worry about that sometimes. And I feel like it's not something I should have to worry about, but it's like the other side to a coin that when it's, when it's you, you would feel that way. So like what I'm saying is like this, right? Um, if I had a daughter who had a teacher who had a podcast where he was like, if, if my daughter's teacher was Ben Shapiro, I'll be like, I'm not fucking with that. Maybe you'll know who Ben Shapiro is. If he, if, whatever, if he was, if I, my daughter's teacher was espousing some far right shit that I don't really fuck with. I would be, I would be disturbed by that. And I wouldn't want to, you know what I'm saying? I would be calling up the school board and shit. So one of these motherfucking, one of these, one of these crackers, one of these crackers, just see sit like that why couldn't i have just not said it because i want to get fired bro but anyway one of these people one of these white folks probably could be talking about you know oh he's he's critical race theory he can't teach my kids blah 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 so i don't know so we will see anyway i got on a tangent i don't want to sound bleak and i'm like that y'all focus on a good thing It's, it's just like think about it like this Think about it like y'all are my children and a podcast is your mama. And I'm like, you know, things between me and your mama, they've been kind of, they've been kind of, you know, stale. They haven't been terrible, but, you know, we saw potential in each other when we first got together. And at some point that just kind of started to fade away. And. I've decided that over the next year, I'm going to put everything I have into our family. Everything. We going to fucking Disney World. We going to go out to, we going to do all the birthday parties. You know what I'm saying? Anniversary. We doing everything. I'm going to take your mom out on dates and buy her shit. You know what I'm saying? She going to come home to the, to the cake, rose cake and shit. Y'all gonna come home, brand new toys and shit. Gonna be like, damn, we got a bouncy house now. Like, that's yours. That's your bouncy house. But if your mama don't start sucking a little bit more dick by the end of this year, it's over between us. It's over. And I'm out. I'm out. That's exactly how y'all should feel about what I'm saying about the podcast. Y'all are getting everything from your boy for the rest of this year. You know what I'm saying? And if, you know what I'm saying, these subscriptions, you know what I'm saying, and these and these plays and these shares and shit can just pop that pussy a little bit. <laughs> then you'll get this forever, ever, and ever. And you get to know you as part of the original gang. That's all I'm saying. That's my pitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For podcast growth. Anyway, um, this episode is going to be slightly different, not crazy different. We do current events all the time, but this episode is going to be almost completely driven by current events. Um, I'm going to take a short break because Spotify, the reason why Spotify is not getting a video from your boy right now, because I don't know how to do, maybe it's my fault, but I don't know how to put the ads in on the video. So I'm not getting my penny. So, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna get this break in, you know what I'm saying? Go back to the Spotify or wherever to the spoke Tifi. You know what I'm saying? Get my ad money and I'm going to come back and we're going to start the podcast. You did. All right, we back. You know what I'm saying? 
We back, we back. Um, so told y'all this episode was gonna be like way more current events driven or whatever. And I got little like things where I want to kind of break it up into different things. You know what I'm saying? And uh I ain't gonna cap. Taki said something in the in the episode that we did together about how he has been making music and shit like that, which says to me that Taki's has time. And I just want to stoke my niggas creative spirits. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it will only be right, y'all. This is what I'm saying, right? I feel like we deserve a track for world news. We deserve a jingle for world news. You know what I'm saying? On some gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 15, 20 seconds. I think that we need something for uh, Oklahoma and and news from the L, some local news shit, some from the town news shit, you know what I'm saying, or from the state. Even though I don't live there no more, you know, I'm always put on. Anytime it's a story from the L, I'm going to put on. I feel like we need one of those. I feel like we need uh, uh, a Dale Jackson Award song. We need a Dale Jackson Award song for damn sure. We need a jingle for the Dale Jackson Award. We need um, a updated white people do this. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? A little jam, you know what I'm saying? Like a little bop type shit, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All these maybe like 15, 20 seconds and in his own time. And I just feel like we should be able to make a little fun to decide to pay Taki's a little change to knock this out for us as a community because I'm poor and I don't have any money to pay Taki's or else I would pay my nigga because he's worth the money, but I'm broke. You understand? I'm broke. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm already begging y'all for me. So I'm saying we should make a side fund so that we can get the tracks from Keys because that shit will really make this shit pop. If every time, you know what I'm saying, before I do the world news, bow, world news hit track, bow. You know what I'm saying? Local news from the town track. I need a Texas, you know what I'm saying, joint. Some shit where it's like, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I need. I need a Texas song to do some yee-hawing in that motherfucker for when I do the Texas news. You know what I'm saying? And then I need a nigga shit track. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need a track for that nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I really, you know, those are the things that I want to incorporate more into this. You know what I'm saying? So, Keys, that's my that's my request slash challenge slash whatever. FTS podcast community. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we gonna meet up on Twitter. Meet me on Twitter at Fuck This Shit Pod on Twitter. Meet meet me in the gang on Twitter, and we gonna talk about how we all gonna chip in so we can pay keys to hook us up with these jingles. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We gonna talk numbers. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag shout my nigga Larry Jim. Anyway, okay. Sorry. You know what I'm I try not to do. Sometimes I feel like we as the man. Fuck that. I was going to say sometimes I feel like we as the FTS community, sometimes I give y'all so much that it's like only we understand that it's not enough. But if you want to be gang, then just stay a part of be gang. You'll see a reason why niggas is fucking with us. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. But since we don't have a world news song right now, you know what I'm saying? We just going to pretend, you know what I'm saying? We just going to get our, you know, whatever, uh, the okay, first story in world news today. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, the only story I got in world news because I looked up a couple newses and most of them wasn't world. You know what I'm saying? But this one is anyway. Um, 
Headline is uh, reports. This is from Yahoo Sports. Reports Russia wants merchant of death in exchange for Brittany Griner. For the first time since Brittany Griner's arrest almost three months ago, Russia appears to have publicly signaled its asking price for her safe return. And multiple reports by Russian state media, if re- multiple reports by Russian state media are to be believed. Russia is looking to exchange the WNBA star in a prisoner swap for notorious convicted arms trafficker Victor Bout. Several state-owned Russian news outlets reported on Friday, citing unnamed government sources. Bout, whose exploits earned him the nickname the Merchant of Death, flooded fierce conflicts in Africa and the Middle East with weapons, uh, with weapons, the U.S. authorities say. He was arrested during a sting operation in Thailand in 2008, extradited to the U.S., and sentenced to 25 years for conspiracy to kill U.S. citizens, delivery of an anti-aircraft missiles, and providing aid to a terrorist organization. Um, okay. So just to be clear, what we say here is that, well, this is why I said what I said when Brittany Griner first got arrested in Russia, I was like, this is going to be kind of crazy. Like the whole situation is going to be fucked up and kind of even being able to see through what's going on and like how motherfuckers should feel about shit. Like it's just going to be more complicated than people realize. Cause number one, just the idea that the United States is cool. Letting this black woman ride in Russia. That's easy to believe. And it's not wrong. I don't, I don't even think it's wrong so much as it is not the whole story. Maybe I don't even know. Don't one thing about me. Y'all will learn is that I don't like to cut for America ever because America will always make you look stupid. Anytime you're like, oh, no, America didn't mean it that way. It'll be like, well, we actually found this recording between Richard Nixon and his first advisor. He was like, nah, we only we only criminalize and weed to put niggas in jail. Like if it wasn't for the niggas that we were trying to put in jail, everybody could get high. You'd be like, what? They really said that? You're like, basically. So it's just like, I don't really like to cut for America in any way, shape or form. So not even but. So so I knew that whatever but this is kind of what i meant on the other side Brittany griner got arrested for a couple of vape cartridges that she had on an airplane in russia this nigga is convicted of trafficking anti-aircraft missiles to terrorist organizations with the intent of killing american citizens and they're like swap for a swap my nigga what's up if it's still in the rap we'll swap it out you feel me (laughs) like what so i don't know i haven't been on twitter and i haven't seen what niggas are saying about this i haven't seen what anybody is saying about this but i just want to go on record as someone i would consider a good black person y'all i really do think that i'm a pretty decent black person as far as black people go and cutting for black shit and being about the black experience i like to rate myself a solid eight out of ten on on the black scale also i believe if you rate yourself a 10 out of 10 on the black scale you're a hotep and nobody likes you you know what i'm saying and if you rate yourself a 9 out of 10 you really in my opinion gotta be out here in your bag i need receipts if you think you are 9 out of 10 i feel like i got an 8 out of 10 you just be like at all times and experience within my life i try and advocate for me my black ass and that black shit that i love you know what i'm saying that's that's what i feel that's where the 8 is that's that's me so anyway um 
Yeah, me, I, I consider myself that, but I don't think that that's, I don't think that's good policy. To, I know that's not, I don't know, I know that's not, that's not sexy to say, but I don't think it's a good idea to set the precedent that like, if you want to get one of your terrorists out, you could just pop somebody famous from our country with a little bit of weed. Because especially because I feel like it would just make Americans bigger targets whenever Americans do ever start going back to Russia, because that's gonna happen, right? Unless less niggas get the get the you know what I'm saying, less niggas get that mushroom cloud. But I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. Anyway. Um so yeah, Russia is like super on some bullshit with that. They not like, oh well, if you do some light shit, then we'll give her back. They're like, well, you know. Give us the worst nigga you got. This the worst nigga we got from y'all. And it's it's just fucked up, honestly. Um, it's kind of one of those things, too, where if she wasn't black and a woman and gay, maybe it doesn't go, and famous, maybe it doesn't go this extreme. But, like, none of those things are helping her in a country like Russia. Like, they don't fuck with none of that. Gays, women, blacks. You know what I'm saying? They cool with her coming there and being a famous basketball player. But that's, like, the people, not the government. They not. Putin is crazy. And he's like, so, I don't know. That's why I don't do much world news. It's not really any bright side to it. It's just like, oh, yeah, they want to swap Britney Griner out with Osama bin Osadin bin Khrushchevich. You know what I'm saying? Like, goddamn the Russian Osama. And I don't really have nothing else to say about that, except we shouldn't do it. And we still need to free, but still free my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But still free my nigga. And it's dope that the WNBA women are talking about it. And I see other people talking about it here and there. So it's not like people have just completely stopped talking about the Britney Griner situation. But in all truth and honesty, the Russian state government don't give a fuck about what niggas is talking and tweeting about. Like that is, that doesn't, it doesn't apply pressure in the same way that it does in America. So it's literally just like a show of support. It's almost like speaking at somebody's funeral for lack of a better way to put it. Like it's making everybody feel a little bit better, but it's not doing nothing for the person at all because there's nothing that, there's nothing the American government can really do to put, I, bro, I just don't know that there's, and see, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't know that there's anything they can do. And this is what I talk about when I say I don't ever want to cut for America because I'm saying there's nothing they can do. Um, if I find out Joseph Robinette Biden, if I find out that you motherfuckers could have got Brittany Griner out and I wasted time and energy saying anything other than that, I'm fucking shit up, bro. I'm fucking shit up, my nigga. I'm, I'm, nigga, I'm going to my local Target and I'm burning this shit down because I know it's nothing that sets a white family off like seeing their Target broke down, burnt down. I know it will decimate the white community if I burn down my Target. And I will. I will. All that Oshkosh Bagash is out of here, nigga. I don't give a fuck. You better not play me on this one, Joe. Shit. If you just, anyway. Anyway, I see another story right here next to a WNBA signs on petition calling for Brittany Griner Swift and safe return from Russia. Russia like, <laughs> we don't care about the petition. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do more Russian acts. I don't think I'm that good at it. I'm a <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't have anything else on that one. That one's fucked up. So, okay. Um, that's all I got for world news. Actually, I should have... Actually, I do have something else for world news. Because it's something I want to talk about. And then it's going to lead in, you know what I'm saying, to the... Uh, Sorry, that was gonna <laughs> that was gonna lead into this or whatever. So I don't know if y'all been peeping this or whatever. I don't know if any of y'all have young babies or anything like that. Luckily, Blaze is no longer on formula, but I've been peeping it just because you know when you used to buying something, you kind of still look in the area, but the formula has been like gone. There's been no formula on the shelves. Niggas have literally not been able to get formula. It's like I'm gonna be real with y'all. If this is what the world is coming to, every year is something. It's like, first we get Trump, then we get a pandemic. Then the pandemic's supposed to be over, and they like gas $5 now. Also, bread $10. You know what I'm saying? I was I literally did an episode this season about how all I'm putting in my gas tank is just $20, because this $20 is all I got. I got, I got to give you $20 every time. I don't care how many times it is, y'all. It's too hot outside for that. I done cracked. I'm filling the tank up. I'm literally putting $55, $60 in a fucking Malibu. I'm putting $55, $60 bucks in a Malibu to not have to stop, you know what I'm saying, just to fill that motherfucker up, whatever. Whole point is that's ridiculous. Um, Food costing way more. I'm peeping all of that. I'm peeping all of this shit that I wasn't peeping before is the point. Peeping what I wasn't peeping. You know what I'm saying? Peeping some new shit. And now, nigga, we ain't got no baby formula. So, I mean, it's just certain things that I feel like niggas should know that we shouldn't run out of stuff like that. But what I was going to say was niggas should sound the alarm on when we're going to run out of stuff. But no, that's not true. Because I seen what you bitches did for the... If they would have let niggas know, oh, it's projected that we're going to be have a formula shortage in May. If they would have said that when they knew, because they probably knew in fucking February or some shit. If they would have said that when they knew, y'all motherfuckers would have been running up in Kroger with the ski mask on. Stealing formula, selling formula on Facebook Marketplace for more than this shit. Really fucking cost niggas with bunkers of formula. You know what I'm saying? No fucking extreme uh, hoarders and shit. Them doomsday preppers, nigga. They'd had enough formula for the rest of eternity. And the crazy thing is, that's still what y'all niggas is gonna do whenever they start putting it back on the shelves. But whatever. Um. So it's it's been some shit, but basically, um. The reason why the United States, I'm sorry I'm not for y'all with the video. Sorry, I'm all not looking at the camera and shit. But um, the reason why we short formula is like basically because um, sorry, I'm really trying to find this so I can um, get y'all on track or whatever. Um, uh so it's one of the okay so okay 
this goes right into the Texas thing, actually. Sorry for all the stammering and, and reading while I go, because I really do not like to do that shit. I think it's kind of trifling. Um, but basically, you remember whenever some shit happened back in the day, back long, long, long time ago, we had Donald Trump as president. And he was like, he did some shit where he was like, he either cut fun into the FDA or like basically told the FDA, like, let these motherfuckers piss in the food. Like, it doesn't matter. Just roll that shit out. Like, he did some shit where he basically told the FDA, don't do your job no more. And it was like a week or two where niggas was talking about it. They was like, oh, my God, this is going to have grave implications to the food supply in the world. Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, ah, the world's on fire. And then, I don't know, Donald Trump probably, like, picked a booger on TV and put it in his coffee and drank it or something because he's good at that. He's good at the smoke and mirrors. Donald Trump does something real big. He's like, uh... Oh, let's create these mad inhumane work conditions where doctors are given migrants hysterectomies unwillingly. And like the news comes out, and he's like, oh shit, that's crazy. He's like, oh no, don't worry about it. I'm gonna go on TV and I'm gonna remind everybody I think Hillary Clinton's a bitch. I'm gonna call her a bitch on live TV. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna get on TV and I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna call her the word, but you know the word. It begins with the B. It sounds like something that you would scratch. It's Hillary Clinton. That's all I have to say. You know what I'm saying? And then the news will be like, what? Mexican women getting hysterectomies. Did you hear what he said about Hillary Clinton? And then they'll go off with that. That's what that's that was the Trump. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Pit maneuver. That's how my nigga gets out of there, right? Um that's basically what happened with the FDA thing. I don't remember what scandal came after that, but he did like that big thing, and then people were talking about it, and then he did like a little thing that was more scandalous, and the niggas forgot. Well, fast forward, um, I think the Biden administration was probably like, let's start checking the food again or some shit like that. And I'm guessing on this because I can't find the article fast enough and I don't feel like doing all that anymore. But whatever happened, the FDA ran up in this facility in all of in all places, Texas. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and uh, they was like, uh, y'all can't give this to babies. It's making the baby sick. I don't remember what exactly was happening with the babies. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cap. I'm gonna try. Let, let, let's see. I'm gonna give this one more try to come find it because I want to know what was happening with these motherfucking babies. Um, they, <laughs> um, oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I told y'all a lie. This is why, this is why you can't be mixing your shits together. And now my kids walking in while I'm doing this. Hold on, hold on. Bree. Hold on. Bree. I'm recording the podcast. I'm recording the podcast. Bed. Like literally right now. No, you're good. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, I was telling y'all about how I was dumb and wrong because I read too fast and I was mixing two stories together. I, the company that got the shortage going on with the baby formula is Abbott. The plant is in Sturgis, Michigan. I was thinking this whole time when I was seeing Abbott, I always be thinking about Greg Abbott, but it's cause he got a story about the formula 
know what I'm saying? You're going to see. You're going to see why I had it fucked up. But basically, what happened was now we've done all of this misinformation just to learn something. <laughs> that what really happened was um, it was a plant in Michigan uh, that, uh, let's see, they had um, four bacterial infections among infants who consumed powdered formula from the plants. Two of the babies died. So basically, because of that, the company halted production and recalled several brands of the powder formula, squeezing supplies that had already been tightened by supply chain disruptions and stockpiling during COVID-19. The shortage has led retailers like CVS and Target to limit how many containers customers can purchase per visit. Um, Abbott is just one of four companies that produce roughly 90% of U.S. formulas and its brand account for nearly half of that market. So basically... These niggas make 45% of the formula. They was killing babies with their shit. So they was like, Mm-mm, no more baby murder powder. Uh, go clean that shit up. So they had to clean it up. And now they entered into a consent decree, which basically just says that like they came to the FDA and was like, okay, okay. Our bad, we did kill those babies. But we promise we won't kill any more babies. And think about the babies that are going to die because they're not getting the formula. So, I mean, y'all are killing babies now. Who Who's really the baby killer? So you want to deal? And I think that that's what happened. I think that that's how this consent decree happened. Um, so they saying it's still going to be like six to eight weeks before the supply gets back together or whatever. Um, but that's why all of that's going on. Um, and there's more news reports that like Biden loosened restrictions so they can like import more formula from other countries or whatever. Cause before they wasn't really fucking with that. But you know, in my opinion, man, this is just, this is, this is my thing. I'm glad my baby's not on formula anymore because one thing I know about other countries, if the U.S. doesn't allow you to import something from another country that you could potentially ingest, typically it's because that country doesn't have the same, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, requirements for uh, safety <laughs> for that product. So like what I'm saying is, in China, the formula could kill a couple babies. And they like, we got babies to spare. And I'm not saying that that's really happening, but I am saying that that's why I wouldn't give my baby no Chinese formula. And hey, listen, is that racist? I hope not. Because that's not what I'm trying to be. But I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just not, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's, I'm not saying that I feel that way about the Chinese people. I feel like the Chinese people are buying a formula that's available in China. I think the Chinese government don't mind if a couple Chinese babies die. I don't think that's racist. Them then. Uh, and they definitely don't care if some Amer- American babies die. So I don't know. Y'all be careful with that shit. But um, on from me being kind of racist to somebody being really racist. See, this is where the Texas news music would come in. Rock could be like, and now we got the, the, the articles from Texas news. And I would click the song and it would be like, yeah or whatever the fuck it would be because i want the texas song to have the fucking yeehaw in it because i mean (laughs) come on texas um uh first uh this article like i said it was kind of about uh it was kind of about the baby formula thing so i wanted to start here um governor abbott blasts biden for providing baby formula to migrants while nation faces shortage 
Texas Governor Abbott is joining a chorus of national Republicans and blasting President Joe Biden for providing baby baby formula to families of migrants crossing the border while the nation grapples with the baby formula shortage. While mothers and fathers stare at empty grocery store shelves in a panic, the Biden administration is happy to provide baby formula to illegal immigrants coming across our southern border. Abbott said in a statement to the media on Thursday, Abbott is is far from the first Republican to make the case. Florida Congresswoman Kate Kamek said on Wednesday, posting photos on Facebook, allegedly from a migrant processing center in McAllen stocked with pallets of baby formula products. She also posted photos of empty grocery store shelves. This is what America last looks like, she said. (laughs) It quickly became a major story on conservative media outlets with Kamek appearing on Fox News Channel with host Sean Hannity to blast the Biden administration for providing baby formula, for providing formula to babies of potential illegal immigrants. Hold on. We've got a, I love being able to, I love, you know, I like playing with my little new stuff. So let's, uh, we got a motherfucking video and I can pull this video up. Hold, hold, hold up. All right. Let's see what, let's see what she says. Biden's preferential treatment for illegals has gotten worse because according to Florida Congresswoman Kat Kamek, new photos inside a migrant facility, this one in McAllen, Texas, look at that, pallets and pallets of baby formula for illegal immigrants and their families. Even as hardworking American families, we are now suffering a massive uh, a nationwide formula shortage. We re- reached out to the White House and the Department of Homeland Security for comment, yet to hear back here with reaction, Florida Congress. First off, hold up, hold up. Hold up. First off, when have you, if you a parent, before I even go any farther into this, when have you ever seen this formula? We, so y'all can't see this if you're not looking at the video. It's N-I-D-O, Nido, Nido. Y'all niggas would not get this for your fucking kids. Because there's no way that I'm giving Blaze no no Nido, no Nido. Y'all mad at them giving away some shit you would not ne- Okay. Y'all, okay. Y'all wouldn't. All right, I'm going to just. All right, hold up. We're going to. Congresswoman Kat Kamek is with us. Uh, wow. Um, I know people, parents, they cannot get the formula that they desperately need. Now, I'm not against helping out families, but they're not enforcing the law. These are not people that respected our borders, our laws, and our sovereignty. Why wouldn't all the pallets go to American families first? Well, you know, Sean, that's the crazy thing, just how insane everything is right now that we're even having this discussion. But it points to what a total dumpster fire the Biden administration truly is. Look, the Biden administration is responsible for this formula shortage. You know, back in November, their own FDA shut the number one manufacturer of baby formula down on a tip with no plan to backfill the 43% that this manufacturer is a part of the market share. So again, typical Biden administration, no plan, no contingencies, no uh, way to backfill. Uh, this. So, I mean, just to be clear, 
Is Shadi saying that we were supposed to? This is this be the shit. Republicans are funny to me, bro. Sometimes at least they're consistent because she's being hella consistent right now. She's like, no, nah. um, Joe Biden, uh, should have just let that shit ride. He tripping over somebody hit somebody hit my man's up and he's like, oh, a couple babies died off this formula and then they rush in and investigate. And then they close down the whole thing without even thinking about what that's going to do to the supply chain. Like, okay, solid assessment, but were they supposed to just be like, were they supposed to cross their fingers and be like, I hope no more babies die? Like, I don't, this be, I don't even know what to say to these people sometimes. Sometimes there's not even, there's no joke. There's no funny commentary. There's no nothing. It's just fuck them. Let any baby that happens to die happens to die, y'all. It is what it is. It is what it is. If it's a migrant baby that comes over here, well, just okay. I'm gonna play a little bit more of this. I haven't even. I didn't even screen this video, so we're watching this together. Hold on. I'm gonna play a little bit more then. Fill 43% of our nation's supply of baby formula. Yet just today, I'm getting word from Border Patrol agents that there is a tractor trailer full of pallets of baby formula sitting in that storeroom. Come on now. This is exactly what America last looks like. You've got parents so, panicking, kids getting sick, and the humanitarian mission at the border. The, the agents are doing the best job that they can, but man, their hands are tied. Uh, and, and Jen Psaki says, oh, go ask your doctor how to do it. What, what, is, the, what is the doctor going to produce the, the baby formula? What's fascinating is you post this on Facebook, and then you go to your district in Florida, and you show empty shelves where baby formula is supposed to be, and they're all empty. So, yep. so we don't have any, but illegal immigrants are getting a top priority. Now, we also give preferential treatment. They don't have COVID tests because they're not going to be here very long, we were told. They don't have vaccine mandates. They get free transportation. And my favorite is every illegal immigrant is getting a Biden phone bought and paid for by the United States taxpayer. Okay, so I don't know about the Biden phone. Uh, that was That's Republican conspiracy that I have, I'm not privy to yet. Um, but honestly, guys, there's just so much of it. There's literally no way you could possibly keep track of it. Uh, oh my God. These people give me a motherfucking headache. Just on a logical point, I don't really like to come directly from a perspective of logic all the time, but if let's say there are a hundred tractor trailers full of formula designated for migrant children. A hundred tractor trailers full. How long do you think that would last? Houston. Just Houston. Not America, just Houston. Like the fact that people are, sometimes I think that we don't teach math the right way here. We really don't because people don't understand numbers. I say all the time that people cannot count. People don't know math, we don't know numbers, and we don't know science. If we understood either one better, people would act so different. So 
the amount of formula that it would take to supplement this shortage versus the amount of formula that it would take to give to these migrant children who, I mean, by the way, are babies. Like, it's not, I don't want y'all to get misconstrued because I feel like listening to that, I don't want, and it said news at the bottom. It was like a little box at the bottom. It said Fox News. So, like, you might think that that was news. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just far right-wing propaganda that gets, uh, you know what I'm saying, broadcast on national TV, which is what it really is. Um, I don't want you to get the idea that there's like grown ass migrant, like, like criminal rapists that are at the border stocking up on baby formula, like protein shakes, you know what I'm saying? So that they can get that extra boost that they need to rape your loved ones. Because that's actually not what's happening. They're actually giving that formula to the babies who, I don't know if you know, don't make any decisions on their own. Babies don't. Babies don't be like, we're out of here. There's no baby in Honduras who woke up this morning and said, you know what? Mommy, poppy, the conditions here are unbearable. It's not safe for us. I don't want to be raised here. Put me on your back. You put me on your back. You find a coyote, you put me on your back. You take me to America right now. And is my baby kind of Italian and not Spanish? Yeah, I'm not great with accents. But the point is, that's not what happened anyway. So it doesn't matter that the accent's not good because the situation doesn't exist because that's not the way that the world works because that doesn't make any fucking sense. So yes, if a baby comes over here on the back of a mama and the baby's all, you know, baby and it needs a formula and we got a little formula on deck, we should give it to the baby. I'm 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 on board with that. I'm sorry. I just am. And I am. That's really it. I can't even really. And at this point, y'all niggas like it'd be the same people who talking that shit. Like, so this whole thing started with what what Abbott said. Y'all saying in the same y'all, this nigga is the same nigga who's taking the migrants and busting them to Washington, D.C. So if you're taking the migrants and busting them to Washington, D.C., then they not even you can't even send them back like they not. They somewhere. So you sent them with the babies, right? So do we just... I feel like Greg Abbott secretly has a baby coffin business where he like builds baby coffins. And his way, if he can like kill some babies off on the side without nobody noticing that he could really come up on the baby coffin business. I don't know. I'm really trying to understand. Like I'm trying to put one and two together and why everything has to be a fight about this. But... That's just wild to me that that shit's working. There are people who watched what I just played and thought, yeah, they're right. We are giving migrants baby formula while we don't have baby formula to purchase in our grocery stores. Um, when and and then and then even in the end, they said the thing where it was like, and she's talking about go see your doctor. What is your doctor gonna tell you? Well, first of all, if you have a baby and you've been to the doctor, you know who has formula on deck is the fucking doctor, number one. But number two, if you were really in a situation, and now granted, is it tone deaf? It's tone deaf, but like they're they're wrong for the whole wrong reason. If you have access to a primary care physician that can actually give you uh, different solutions and interventions to help with the fact that you don't have the access to formula that you need, you probably have enough resources to have access to the formula still because 
You just have to go to a few grocery stores to find it. I'm not trying to minimize this problem. Like that's not a big deal. There are people who don't have the car, you know what I'm saying? To go to a few grocery stores to find it or the, I know that it's still a big deal, but it's a big deal for people who like lack resources. So that's almost one of the other reasons why it's disingenuous to me for them to even make this argument that that, that they even care about the baby baby formula shortage because they don't care about poor people. And if you're not poor, this isn't really impacting you that deep. But whatever. The problem with that is, I'll tell you what the problem with that is. Motherfuckers don't want to admit they poor. Motherfuckers want to pretend that they not poor and be like, no, this is impacting me. So it is impacting regular people. That's like, no, my nigga, where do you live? Where do you live? You live in any major American city and you make how much money? $50,000. You're poor. You're poor. You have kids? Oh, bless your heart. You think because they won't give you food stamps, you're not poor? That's just because you don't advocate for policies that benefit you because you don't want to be poor. So you want to like not give things to poor people and make the seal the, the, the ceiling for being floor poor be so low. I think here it's like $28,000. I'm like, if you make more than $28,000 a year, they're like, you're not too poor. It's like, you can't you can't live in an extended stay hotel by yourself like you whatever whatever i'm getting sidetracked on on the fuck shit because it's just funny i never really take the time to watch fox news articles and that was just really fucking funny to me um (laughs) anyway uh yeah, man. The oh, what I was I do know what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it is tone deaf. Yeah, I did. I know I explained that it's tone deaf to say you can just go to your doctor because people who need the doctor, whatever, whatever. But like it's not, oh yeah, but like the Republicans make it seem like consulting a professional is like slander. They're like, oh, what are you gonna do? Ask your doctor. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm gonna ask my baby's doctor. Like, I'm gonna ask my baby's doctor how I can prevent my baby from being malnutrition. Who you who you want me to ask, motherfucker? Like, you want me to ask Dr. Oz? You want me to ask now? You want me to Google Donald? You want me to do to hit Donald Trump back? Since he probably gonna get his Twitter back, you want me to hit Trump back and be like, "Hey, my nigga, well, my you want me to give him some ivermectin, some horse tranquilizer for my baby?" Be like, "Oh, if he just y'all, I'm not y'all are stupid. You're stupid. If you you're dumb, 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 dumb. Anyway, next in Texas news. See, that's what I yeah. See, and then. This will be easy. I can find this myself. And when I for my interlude, when I say next in Texas news, it's gonna be like a whip. It's gonna be like like a uh, maybe a horse stomping with a whip. Like you know what I'm saying? I'll be like next, and then I'll read the next article. Y'all see, see, y'all with me. We building anyway. Um, Texas court allows abuse of inquiries of parents of transgender children. God damn, that was hard to read. Let's try that one more time. Texas court allows abuse inquiries of parents of children of one more time. Texas court. I feel like Floyd. Hi, I'm Floyd Mayweather. I feel feel like Floyd Mayweather. I'm sorry. Um, Texas court allows abuse inquiries of parents of transgender children. Still kind of hard. Anyway. Uh, The Texas Supreme Court ruled on Friday, this is from the New York Times, the Texas Supreme Court ruled on Friday that investigations of parents with transgender, maybe I just can't say that, of transgender children for possible child abuse could continue after an emergency appeal by the state officials, including Governor 
Greg Abbott. The ruling reversed lower court decisions that had temporary, temporarily halted the inquiry statewide. This article has a lot of hard words to read. Transgender and inquiries require a lot of tongue twisting. I'm very sober and it's very difficult for me to read these words out loud. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, I'm going to start that whole shit over. It fucked the vibe. Let's... <clears throat> The Texas Supreme Court ruled on Friday that investigations of parents with transgender children for possible child abuse could continue after an emergency appeal by state officials, including Governor Greg Abbott. The ruling reversed lower court decisions that had temporarily halted the inquiry statewide. But the court said neither Mr. Abbott nor Attorney General Ken Paxton had the authority to order such investigations and it left in place a lower court order halting the investigation into the plaintiffs in the suit. A family and a doctor acknowledging that the inquiry would cause irreparable harm. It was not immediately clear whether the state's Department of Family and Protective Services could continue its other investigations into medical treatments for transgender youth, such as puberty blockers and hormones that had become a flashpoint for some conservatives and Republican elected officials. The ruling also indicated that uh, that there were also indicated that were any inquiries to resume, families could seek to halt them in court. Mr. Paxson praised the ruling as a win for families against the gender ideology of doctors, big pharma, and clinics. Advocates for transgender people saw a kind of split decision. It could have been worse, uh, said Andrea Segovia, the policy director for the Transgender Education Network of Texas. But she added all the preparations that we are doing in February and March so that if there is a knock on your door, so, so you know what steps to take. That's all still relevant. Um, the investigations began in February after Mr. Abbott ordered the state officials to consider certain medically accepted treatments for transgender youth to be abuse, including hormones and puberty suppressing drugs. The governor's directive followed a legal opinion by Mr. Paxton saying that such treatments constituted child abuse. Um, that's just really an update on a story that we kind of talked about a little bit before. Um, I'm on record saying that I don't think you could catch gay. I know that's pretty controversial. I know uh, uh, that the um, if you if you let kids be transgender, they will they'll rub up on other kids and their dicks will fall off. Um, like if you have a transgender boy and he gets the surgery or has the puberty blockers and he touches your boy, even if he's straight, if he's a straight boy and he gets touched by a transgender boy, his dick will fall off. And he'll be a transgender too. And if he, you know, it goes like that. So I, that's, I understand why we're trying so hard to stop this. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm actually, but no, really I'm on record. I'm on record saying that I don't think that's how it goes. I don't think you catch gay or whatever, but the, but it seems that there is a segment of the population that believes you and can't indeed can catch these things and we're asleep. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I think that that's kind of the spirit. A lot of these things are done in, but it's just crazy that there's really support for these things in higher courts or not even, there's no one to even say it's fucked up to me that this went to a higher court and a motherfucker wasn't like, bro, leave these people and their kids alone. And it's crazy to me. Cause like reading an article, what it appears to be is that when it, there was like I missed something in between there somewhere where 
there was supposed to be a um what am I trying to say? Like there was like when uh, when they first uh, had the the decision when Abbott first said the shit. It looks like there were like investigations started against specific people, and then they had to stop them. And I did not know that. I thought that it immediately was like they ruled it, but before anything got going, that first court was like, "No, nah, y'all got to chill on that." I didn't know that they really actually had got started. So to me, it's like I, I'm more I'm kind of curious about it now because our parents talking about this you know what i'm saying like our parents uh are um are they like turning in other parents that's what i was trying to say like is it adults turning in other parents are they getting turned in by other people is it doctors like i'm kind of curious as to how far that goes and it's crazy because it seems like this shit can really go farther than i think we really believed for a while um even for the activists and the thing to, to say what she said, like, yeah, they kind of split the baby on this one and they didn't really say they could continue because the headline makes it seem like they said they could just all out continue. But as you read the story, it seems like kind of like what she said, the decision didn't give them the latitude to continue, but kind of said that they maybe can on some weird shit. But um, she's like everything that we told you to do, if you have a transgender child, like that shit still applies. And the fact that that information even has to be out there is crazy that we like really watching people's like rights be assailed. Like I didn't, it's not like I'm black. So I thought that this only happened to us really. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I'll be honest as a black man, whenever I see this happen to other groups, I'm always like, damn, they got y'all too. Cause usually they just get us, you know, I'm sorry y'all. I didn't, this is a club I didn't, y'all didn't have to get invited to. Y'all don't even, I wouldn't want to be in this club just to keep it a billy. It's not. Anyway. Um, and shit, I don't think y'all just got here now that I think about it. Because, you know, when you talk to motherfuckers and they get to tell you about yourself, they be like, you know, black people act like gay people haven't always been be, being persecuted. And you'd be like, yeah, they do. Black people do be acting like that. Nah. Yeah, that's... I be I, that's something I gotta admit. Sometimes that can be me, so I try and be better. Um. Anyway, but that's all that's going on with that man. That's 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 the last thing I got in Texas news. Um. You know, just Texas being Texas, bro. You know, if you black or gay or transgender or poor or anything, Texas is just dangerous. It's kind of. Uh, gives i'm not leaving i don't want to put it out there like i'm leaving i got you no know, lots of gay people here transgender people here and i don't think they leaving either it's kind of dope out here the property value is rising exponentially and human rights are being assailed on a daily basis voting rights are under you know what i'm saying under attack and they have harsh drug laws and the police shoot us and it's just it's tough but that turkey leg hut is something you know what I'm saying? That uh, we got some places out here that's kind of busted. You know what I'm saying? The the, the money is decent. So anyway, um, with that being said, we're gonna go into you know what I'm saying. Insert theme song here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying the nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what we'll call it. I don't know what the song will be or how to segment, but the nigga shit news type shit. You know what I'm saying? For whenever we do it like this. Um, let's 
see. Uh, so this is about a uh, uh, Mac Miller, um, drug dealer who sold deadly pills, handed a 17-year sentence. Another man responsible for selling Mac Miller the fentanyl that contributed to his fatal overdose will be behind bars for a long time. Stephen Walter, 49, was handed a 17 and a half year sentence after pleading guilty to distributing the fentanyl that ultimately resulted in Max's death back in September 2018. Another man, 39 year old Ryan Revis, also pleaded guilty to a drug distribution charge and was sentenced to more than 10 years behind bars. The case against a third man by the name of Cameron Pettit remains pending. As we reported, Mac Miller died of a fatal concoction of fentanyl, alcohol, and cocaine. Walter told the courts that the Max and the Max family that he was truly remorseful for his actions. Um, that shit's crazy, man. That fentanyl shit, bro. Like that is fucking wild to me. Um, I said this before when we was when I was younger. I don't know how many of my friends wouldn't have died uh, off that shit. To be honest, because we was taking them, was taking them ecstasies and the mollies and fucking zannies and shit. Like niggas was like out here. We were just in an era where that wasn't very popular yet. So it really just wasn't a bunch of fake pills floating around like that. And the, like, I come from the era where if you got some fake pills, they wouldn't do anything to you. Nowadays, these niggas is like, oh, nah, we want you to come back. So we're going to make sure it gets you high and we're going to try our best. This is the Republicans got a problem with fentanyl. But they don't got a problem with baby formula killed a few people. Fentanyl dealers don't be killing everybody. Niggas be having a profitable life, selling fentanyl to the community. And then somebody gets, you know what I'm saying, that somebody mixes a little too heavy or somebody gets a little too high and then they, they die. You know what I'm saying? And then niggas want to be like, oh, you a bad person. You were selling fentanyl. So what I'm saying is that keep that same energy, my nigga. If you can see how, even though most of the niggas who buy the drugs from fentanyl dealers don't die, it's still fucked up to sell fentanyl. And yeah, we got to close down the baby formula when the baby die. Like, bro, come on. It's not that fucking complicated. Um, I put this on the nigga shit news type shit because it's like hip hop news and rap news. But I'm going to be honest. Um, you know, Mac Miller is white. So he's not a nigga. He can't say nigga. So he is not a nigga. So maybe he shouldn't really be a nigga shit news. But since my man's passed and he has some fire ass music and this was under the hip hop tab of TMZ, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like, ah, oh, fuck it. My nigga can jump in here. Um, I fucked with Mac Miller, man. I was sad when my nigga died, bro. I was like, that is crazy. Um, the fact that he overdosed was like surprising to me, but then not after his Mac Miller is one of those people who I feel like before niggas told you that he was a drug addict, like a hardcore drug addict kind of you will be like he's probably not that bad but then after you see that he is you be like wow um looking back looking at the videos and stuff you like yeah my nigga did look kind of high like my nigga really did look a little fucked up and then you even listen to the music it's just like juice world these young guys who die like that you like you go back and listen to the music and you can't even listen to it the same way no more they be all telling you like i'll probably die from this shit like huh and that, that's crazy i'm not huge on manifesting shit even though i have more recently started to believe a little bit more in it like manifesting things with your words and shit like that but 
all of these rappers who have died, whether it be from overdoses or getting shot or any of that shit. When you go back and listen to the music, like when you go back and listen to Dolph's music, it's kind of hard to listen to some of Dolph's music because Dolph would be like, yeah, nigga, I pull up in a six-figure car that ain't got no business in this area and my nigga died in front of a cookie shop in the hood in front of a six-figure car that genuinely had no business in that area. Like It shouldn't be that easy to spot somebody like Young Dolph in an area like that. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Nipsey gets killed by a nigga in his hood. Nipsey then said, I'll probably die from a nigga in my hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll probably die from some crippin' shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, at the end of the day, like, it's on some dry-ass shit that a nigga get taken down. And, and it ain't, like, I don't want to make it even seem like it was they fall, especially, like, with Nip, but it's like, that's what I mean when I say, damn, can you really, how powerful are the words that people be, like, manifesting this shit with, like, saying this shit all the time, and then it comes to passing, you like, damn, bro. Um, I can't let it go without saying I am curious if I don't y'all gotta let me know. Am I tripping? Has any like high profile black rapper died from an overdose besides Juice World? Because it's like Juice World died off real pills, from what I understand. Like it, they weren't no fake pills, so it wasn't no huge investigation. I guess as to how he got them, because it's like he was trying to get them. It's not the same. I wonder if you know the whole Mac Miller being white thing. I wonder if that's why they like really going so hard at all of the people who are involved in this because niggas been dying in my hometown from fentanyl and I know some of the niggas who behind some of the shit and I ain't heard nothing about them niggas getting in trouble for shit. I done heard some crazy stories back home. I don't even know if they true, man. I heard, I heard this to show y'all got to tap in with me. It's in it. I'm going to be real with y'all. It's some shit that I'm not, I don't consider putting your business out there because if the shit is true, that shit needs to be out there. I ain't going to say no names or nothing like that, but let me find out y'all that uh some people who we went to high school with one of them motherfuckers uh fucking gave some dirty pills to one of her son's friends and he died and they dropped him off at the hospital yeah i heard y'all gotta y'all back home y'all gotta ask about that and everybody who associated with it running around free because they done told on some other people like i don't know bro it's some other shit I done heard about some motherfuckers dying on some OD shit and them kind of low-key knowing who they got the pills from and who bringing that shit in, man. Y'all, that's fucked up. That's all I'm... That, y'all see them shirts to come up to fuck fentanyl dealers? Man, oh God, fuck fentanyl dealers, bro. Like, I understand niggas be like, oh, sometimes you got to get it and you got to do what you got to do to get that bread and blah, blah, blah. And usually I'm all for that. I'm even... Nigga, even crack, heroin, all that shit, bro. Like, niggas is going to find the drugs. Like, at some point, once the drugs is out there, niggas is going to find them. But if you selling fentanyl, my nigga, you got to put a warning label on your shit as far as I'm concerned. Nigga. You can't be giving niggas shit, tell them it's clean, it ain't got nothing in it, you really giving them fentanyl. And I only say that to say now that, because at this point, niggas know what it is. So if you, I don't want to say if you dumb enough to go get some, then like what happens to you is on you. But it is different if you knowingly ingest fentanyl and overdose off of it than if you thought you were getting drugs that had no fentanyl and you overdose on them. Like, that's a whole different vibe. So... I don't know, man. Y'all be safe out there as far as that shit concerned. That's all I really had to even say about that one. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing, but it ain't funny, man. That shit is wild, bro. Uh, anyway, um, maybe I'll just like a record scratch or something like that for nigga shit news. Um, from, uh, from Complex. Kevin Samuel's funeral expenses GoFundMe was reportedly launched by imposter. Family declines money. 
an online fundraiser purported uh, purporting to be raising funeral related money following the death of Samuel Samuels has received a great deal of attention in recent days. According to a new report, however, the page in question was launched by an alleged imposter. Monday, TMZ reported on the page, citing a source who allegedly spoke with the Samuels family and confirmed the GoFundMe page was a fake. Per the report, the family said an imposter has carried out the fundraising effort, which was originally listed as having been launched by an individual named Melanie King. The fundraiser had a goal of 50000 and has since been removed from the platform. Monday's report also claims that GoFundMe reached out to Samuel's family to offer them the money that had been raised by the allegedly fake page. The family, however, has been reported to have declined this offer. Instead, those who donated to the page were issued refunds. Uh, When reached out by Complex for additional comment on Monday, a GoFundMe spokesperson said the following, safety is our top priority. It is very important to us that donor intentions are honored and that the money goes to the right place. Generally, if the recipient does not want to receive the funds raised on their behalf on GoFundMe, we will refund all donors. In this case, we have been in touch with a representative of the family and the family has stated they do not wish to receive funds from fundraisers. As such, our trust and safety team is proactively monitoring the platform for fundraisers created on the family's behalf and will remove fundraisers started without the family's consent. To note, we often see fundraisers started in response to news like by friends, news like this by friends, neighbors, and even strangers with good intentions as people want to help. Our goal is always to protect the donors. Uh, Samuel is a controversial social media personality whose views were criticized as misogynistic died this month at age 57. While news of the death initially circulated online as a rumor, the Atlanta Police Department later issued a statement confirming it. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I saw that um actually. I don't know if I'm the only one who saw that. I saw that Kevin Samuels was supposed to uh he was supposed to have been broke. They had like put out an article like, oh, Kevin Samuels is actually broke and uh he's um you know his family's gonna have to start a GoFundMe for his funeral and da 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 da. I think that all just kind of centers around the the vibes that if you you get back the energy that you put into the world, I believe that even in death, and that is how I genuinely feel about Kevin Samuels. Like whether or not you feel like he was really a misogynist, or you want to be like, well, he said that shit to men too, or he wasn't whatever, whatever. He even said it. There was a point when Kevin Samuels realized I can blow up by bashing black women and creating this narrative that. You know what I'm saying? I'm tough on black women who think too much of themselves. And that's what he did. And it was working to some degree. He had gained some level of notoriety off of that, some level of fame or whatever. But it, uh, you know, you get your comeuppance. <laughs> when my nigga die, like, of course, it's going to be people who are like, Hell yeah, like who don't give a fuck? Like there's gonna be people who create rumors, there's gonna be people who hear those rumors, like more so than anything. People heard the GoFundMe rumor and wanted it to be true. They was like, Yeah, hell yeah, I hope that nigga died broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, that's I don't really I would say like some things are too far, but some I will say this. I feel like when Oprah dies, niggas ain't gonna be like 
I'm mad that bitch ever had money. Fuck that bitch, Oprah. Da, 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 da. Because whether you think Oprah was the patron saint for black people or not, Oprah more or less spent her life minding her motherfucking business, spending her money helping people when she can, and just building her little brand. I ain't never seen Oprah do no shit that was just so wild. I wasn't tripping so bad over Oprah being like, I don't like Monique, so I'm not going to hire her. Like That wasn't like the criminal felony against black people that I feel like it was for some people. My point is, when Oprah dies, niggas are going to be crying. It's going to be sad. This is going to be twerking at the funeral. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be popping bottles of champagne all over the casket. Not really, but you get the, you get the visual. It will be a celebration. You know what I'm saying? When Kevin Samuels died, you got back what you wanted. My nigga even had pastors talking shit about him. When I seen the pastor talking about my mans in the motherfucking uh, sermon, he came back and apologized later on. But that to me was the epitome front to back of Kevin Samuels. That pastor took a moment to get, get some buzz off that man's demise because that's what he did. I would never know who this pastor was. I would never be about to play you this clip. If Kevin Samuels wouldn't have died and he wouldn't have said no wild shit about Kevin Samuels, but he knew that's what was going to happen. He took all of the boost and then he was like, oh, I apologize. I ain't even going to play all the apology because the apology to me is fake. You would have never. I'm not really one of those people who's like, oh, you would have never said it if you were sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, that's kind of a little bit much. But um, in this particular instance, that nigga wouldn't have said, all right, listen. He wouldn't have said this shit if he was motherfucking sorry, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Let's let's start the motherfucking tape. You know what I'm saying? Let me unmute this screen for y'all boys. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man... Oh, my, my bad. My bad, y'all. I started the video and then I, I cut it out. You know what I'm saying? This is one of the things about the video element of the podcast. It creates different things. I be having different things doing shit. So my bad. Anyway, okay, so we'll play it now for real. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got to get a GoFundMe for his funeral? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You you got to be in that place where you operate in the authority of God. Look at the, another sister around you. Tell him it's not that I hate men. Come on, look at another sister. Say, I do not hate men. I just despise weak men. I despise cowardice men. I just ain't got time for men who are insecure about my gift. I'm not going to dummy down because because of what God got me, I don't have to lower my standard. That man got to step all the way up to deal with a queen on my level. Yo. <laughs> uh, I'm only laughing because... The pastor breathing, bro, the way pastors be breathing and shit, that shit always be sending me, bro. The way money be... That's how these girls be snoring, bro. These girls be snoring. I'm going to just... Y'all be snoring. When I was when I was in high school, 
I have my tonsils taken out. I think I got my tonsils and my adenoids removed. So I don't really snore unless I'm super drunk or haven't slept in a really long time. And I don't snore loud when I do. I got some of y'all. I don't know if y'all was on that state insurance when you was a kid or something like that. Why your mama didn't get you hooked up with the tonsil removal. Maybe you never got sick or something, but them things is in your way. At the end of the night, y'all really be, y'all be, y'all be preaching. Y'all be, but anyway, so it's funny because this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like you got a whole ass pastor talking shit about you for getting a GoFundMe for your funeral. And it wasn't even true because niggas was just ready for it to be true. You know what I'm saying? And because it's, I'll parallel it to this. The Kevin Samuels hates black women thing is just like, it's Joe Rogan and a racist for saying nigga all those times, right? When the, when the video came out where it was like, Joe Rogan says nigga 150 billion motherfucking times, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it came out and niggas was like, you know, upset. Hold on, let me see. Joe Rogan. N word. Let's see if I can find it real quick. I can't. Okay. I ain't going to be able to find the whole compilation. I was going to try and find it and pop it on the screen for y'all real quick so you could just hear because it's it's really a lot. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, Joe Rogan is saying nigga, right? And he's only using it like selectively like to describe a situation or whatever usually there's a couple like full-on statements he said that were pretty problematic but i'm not even going to get into that but even that it still applies for the most part you know so there's there's these qualifying things you're like oh he's not really like that he just says stuff like that it's the exact same thing with kevin samuels maybe he's not a misogynist who hates black women he's perfectly fine appealing to an audience of people who do same thing with Joe Rogan saying nigga. Like, maybe he's not a racist, but, like, he knows there's a certain segment of the population, a certain audience that gets off on seeing a white man do some shit like that. Like, to say nigga. Like, they get off on seeing a white man say nigga because they want to say it, too. Or they feel like he's bucking the system or he's not politically correct because he'll say the word. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knew he was getting juice off of that. So, it's the same thing with Kevin Samuel. So, when people come and flip it on you and they, like... This is who you are and this is what you represent. And in order to double down on the fact that I don't represent that, I'm a shit on you. Man, that comes with territory, my nigga. And if you don't care, that's fine. Don't care. Like if you kept saying it was you, like, I don't give a fuck, then don't give a fuck. But if you do, then, you know, that's on you. That's all I can say. If you do give a fuck, then if you somebody like that, or you espouse ideologies like that, if you don't want motherfuckers to talk about you when you dead, then just live better. That's the best I could tell you. Um, Cause like I said, that pastor came on and apologized to that man, mama and family and shit like that. But he wasn't sorry. He got, he, he meant every word he said, he got off everything he said. He wanted to say, you got all this smoke for other motherfuckers and how they live in their life, but you ain't even got shit. Like you thought you not the high value man that you talking about. You almost 60 out here, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for all of it. When Donald Trump dies, I'm not going to be over here like, man, at the end of the day, he was an American president. If it was fuck you when you were alive, it's fuck you forever, bro. It's fuck you forever. So, I mean, I understand why other people feel that way. I'm, I don't feel that strongly about Kevin Samuels one way or other. I think he's a clown. I think the niggas like him are clowns, but, or was a clown. Now he did. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know. 
that's all I got on that. I just seen the story. You know what I'm saying I want to talk about that because that's a nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, the following, the next story is under nigga shit for a different reason though. This story is under nigga shit because um, it's kind of like a white people do this version of nigga shit. This is one of them stories that when I read it, as upset as I was to have to admit this, I knew that what I was about to be seeing was one of us. I knew, y'all. I was not even, it was no point in reading this story. From the moment I read the headline, I was like, fuck, this one is us. Naperville area woman shot boyfriend, then video chatted another woman he had been dating, prosecutors allege. Naperville, Naperville area woman allegedly shot her boyfriend, then video chatted with a woman he had been dating while the victim bled on the floor in the background. Uh, DuPage County prosecutor said Sunday, Rosa LaGroin, 34, faces attempted murder and other charges. She appeared during Sunday's mornings, during Sunday morning's video bond court call. God damn. Some of these articles, the way they write sentences, bro. She appeared during Sunday morning's video bond court call at the DuPage County jail, sitting in a wheelchair and frequently keeping her face lowered during her hearing. LaGroin is accused of shooting her boyfriend around 2 15 PM Friday during an argument over his relationship with another woman. LaGroin contacted that woman through video chat feature on social media while her boyfriend was on the floor in the background and what appeared to be a pool of blood. DuPage County Assistant State Attorney Mandy Mendel said the 27 year old man was shot once. The bullet went through his arm and lodged in his spine. Mendel said the man who was on a ventilator remains hospitalized and tests were being conducted Sunday to determine if there was any brain activity. Mendel said charges against LaGroin could be upgraded to murder if her boyfriend does not survive. On October 30th, LaGroin learned that her boyfriend was having a relationship with another woman. Prosecutor said the couple argued over that relationship on Friday. The victim attempted to pack his bags and move out of the town home at the 24 at the 2500 block of West Kisnick Lane in unincorporated DuPage County in unincorporated DuPage County near Naperville, Mendel said. LaGroin told DuPage County Sheriff's investigators that her gun went off accidentally. Mendel said, however, Mendel and LaGroin used her boyfriend's face. However, Mendel said, however, Mendel said LaGroin used her boyfriend's Facebook page to contact the other woman through a live video chat. The video, which does not include audio, appears to show the victim on the ground in a pool of blood and speaking. The video also shows someone off screen believed to be LaGroin kicking the man at least twice. LaGroin, who has four children ages 14, 13, 10, and 6, called a relative after the shooting and told them to come pick up her children. Damn, the babies was home. You have to come get the kids right now. I'm going to jail for the rest of my life. She allegedly told her relative. The four children heard arguing throughout the day but did not hear a gunshot. LaGroin, them kids is just not snitching on their mama. Stop, stop. Good job, y'all. Your mama ain't shit. But good job, kids. Stop snitching. If my baby snitch on me, I, I can't fuck with her. That wasn't y'all daddy. That was her boyfriend. Y'all probably ain't even like the nigga. I, ho- I hope the nigga live. You know what I'm saying? But you weren't supposed to tell on your mama. She already told herself, good job. Y'all, good job. Um, The four children heard arguing. Uh, LeGrand allegedly put the children in the car as the couple were arguing. 
uh, police recovered the weapon used in the shooting along with one spent shell case and another unspent round. A groin is being held on $1.5 million bond and can face life in prison if found guilty of aggravated murder. She also is charged with aggravated battery involving a firearm and aggravated domestic battery. Yo. Let me show y'all. You know me, I like to use the new little format that we got. Yes, and I like being able to show y'all shit. Let me show y'all what she, because she look hella guilty. Shawty look. Shawty look guilty than a motherfucker. So let me, uh, let me put y'all on real quick. Boom. There she go. Guilty than a motherfucker. She did that shit. Yo. Work, work it. She, she did that shit. That's the look of guilt. My nigga, she video chat. That's some savage shit, y'all. Shawty video chatted the motherfucker, bruh. She video chatted his girl. Imagine, imagine this, bro. You think you play it. You think you pimping. You like, I got my little main chick over here. I stay with her, but I got my little side thing. We've been kicking it, right? You get caught. You know what I'm saying? And you like, fuck it. Because what it seemed like to me is like my nigga got caught and he he just took the L. It looked like my nigga was ready to hold the L. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, fuck it. You caught me. You in here going off on me and shit like that. I'm going to just pack my shit. I'm going to leave. You know what I'm saying? How you feel about fidelity or whatever, you know what I'm saying, is up to you. But I just like, I feel like shoot the nigga was a little bit much, bro. Like, I feel like some of y'all heard me read the story and y'all was thinking that's what that nigga get. And I'm curious, that's gonna be the poll. Should she have shot that nigga? That's gonna be the that's gonna be the whole name of the poll. Should she have shot that nigga? Or would you have shot that nigga? Just should she have shot the nigga. That's all good. And then she okay, listen, whether you believe she should have shot the nigga or not, I'm not gonna cap. Calling his side bitch on Instagram live type shit on video. Or whatever social media on Snapchat probably called her on Snapchat or something, and showing her that nigga bleeding out. Why you kicked the nigga? Said that she kicked him twice after she shot him. She was mad, mad. Like you can't get no more angry than that, bro. That's why y'all got to stay out these toxic ass relationships. She, she shot that nigga, bro. <laughs> like. I don't, yo, she shot my man. She was tired of it, y'all. She, the look in his eyes, when you look at the eyes of this picture, I see she was sick of it. This nigga been lying and gaslighting her and just doing all this shit. And she was just done with this bullshit. But she, nigga, her kids, sad that her kids or her mom, that's the sad part. I don't like to, to relish in, in sad stories of the black community. I don't like to do that. And I don't like to paint us with an umbrella. But if I'm going to do white people do this and white people do white people shit, I got to be transparent with y'all. When I read the story, there's a, a podcast I listened to. I've shouted out before called The Black Guy Who Tips Podcast. And they do a segment called Guess the Race. And I would li- I would love to do that with y'all, but I don't like stealing other people's shit, first of all. Um, so, like, this is almost my little version of that whenever I come. It's just, you know, me giving y'all the ones that everyone should have got. When I read y'all this, I feel like if I told y'all to guess if she was black, y'all would have known. Y'all would have known she was black. 
y'all would have known that she got the 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 hot cone flat iron because that's one thing i'd have noticed in 2022 if you see a girl and she look like she got the hair that like the like she got the perm flat iron com- uh, combo like the perm hot comb combo where it's like just the straight hair but it's like the old school 90 straight hair like if you seeing the, what i'm seeing then you know what i'm talking about like if it her shit look like she got it like it looks like she got quote unquote good hair and she got it blown out so she can go get it braided but that's not what happened this is how she rocks her shit and like honestly if they not doing the baby hair thing at this point maybe you should be careful because those are thugs as far as i'm concerned the women who still rocking those haircuts those are 90s era thugs they they'll shoot you and then video chat your side bitch so just be careful my nigga was out here living dangerous and wild. And as a result, this is what happened. Um, we're going to take one more break and we're going to come back because we actually this week have a nominee for the Dale Jackson Award. And y'all know how much I love the Dale Jackson Award. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. And we'll finish this thing on out. <laughs> all right welcome back for this week's dale jackson award um this comes from an unlikely source uh the dale jackson award this year or this year (laughs) this uh this episode's dale jackson award is going to be given to a young lady by the name of um excuse me victoria tune we are giving victoria tune the dale jackson award um <laughs> let's read the story of victoria tune three escaped teens and juvenile <laughs> three escaped teens and juvenile detention center guard who assisted arrested in houston uh three teenagers who escaped the ware county youth center in river red river parish have been arrested in houston along with the 21 year old guard who assisted in their escape the three escapees and the security guard were all found in a motel in Houston. According to the authorities, all four were arrested Sunday morning and sent back to Louisiana. According to the Red River Parish Sheriff's Office surveillance video show, the guard, 21-year-old Victoria Toon, driving three teenagers out of the juvenile detention center. All three teens have been held for various felonies. Uh, Taiwan Lafitte, 17, charged with, first, uh, with attempted first-degree murder. Navaria Lane, 15, charged with attempted second-degree murder. Jeremiah Durham, 17, is charged with armed robbery. A warrant has been issued for Toon's arrest as well as uh, for three counts of accessory to simple escape. All four have times to Shreveport, Bossier, and DeSoto Parish areas, according to police. Yo, so you might be wondering... Why did I care so much about this? Or why, you know what I'm saying? Not why did I care, but why did this even end up, you know what I'm saying, on my radar? Why are we talking about this? Why, you know what I'm saying, did she get the Dale Jackson Award? Um, Let me show you a picture of these three people. Um, I'm trying to, I had it queued up, but you know how they start them stupid ass fucking ads anytime you try and do something. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, want, I need y'all to get the picture. Again, I'm loving the new features, you know what I'm saying, on the podcast. So, let me move this on over here so y'all can see. 
This is Victoria. This is Victoria right here. 21 year old Victoria too. These are the niggas who she helped escape. <laughs> this is the second time a white girl to help some motherfuckers escape, but that white girl, and she got killed because you see, you see, you got to ride with your niggas sometime to really get held down. You know what I'm saying? That white man, he got that woman to help him escape, and then he killed her. And then the police still caught him, but these niggas was riding for it. I, let's be honest. We all know what, as soon as I seen the pictures of all the people involved, I already knew what went down. I was like, wow, these young niggas done really flipped this girl. Y'all, it's it's so some of y'all may have grew up sheltered and you may not know about things like this, but every once in a while you hear about a girl who not from this environment, who not from that kind of life, you know what I'm saying? And they get around motherfuckers like that and they just be intrigued, you know what I'm saying? And all I'm saying to y'all is that this all started off with some niggas flirting with that. She was probably bringing them niggas drugs into the prison. It's into the little detention. It's a youth detention center too. So technically she's like low key, like one of them teachers who be fucking with the students. Like she's, but she's the CEO fucking with them young kid, but they not that young, but them young niggas, bro, they turned her ass out. They, they got to escape them niggas at a hotel in Houston. I know they would, bro. So she didn't, she didn't lost her job. They picked up a felony crossing state lines with 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 three felons, three alleged felons, so she could get gang banged in a Motel Six. You know they was just flipping that bitch. Like that's all that happened. Sorry, I'm not supposed to. Sorry, bro. They was flipping that girl. That's all that. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Can you imagine her parents, bro? Her parents is reading this article about to spend all of her hard on tuition money. Like, you were supposed to go to college, Victoria. Oh, unless she come from, you know, ain't no telling. Because, you know, everybody don't come from a good family. You know what I'm saying? But these niggas was hype, bro. I got to pull them up one more time for the niggas. Look at these niggas, bro. These niggas was like, hey, we in there, bro. They was probably calling their homies. Nigga, somebody, listen, bet me, bet me money. These videos ain't somewhere. It's some videos that is somewhere. These niggas for what they was doing. Hell no, bro. I just can't even, I can't even, bro. It's, I have to tell y'all that sometimes again, sometimes there's no jokes necessary, bro. You just have to see the story and see what's going on, bro. But to Victoria Toon for trying to, Free these three young men from the shackles of the mass incarceration system. You get the Dale Jackson Award this week. Round of applause for Victoria Toon. You know what I'm saying? She really held it down for our black brethren. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Victoria. Type shit. Um, y'all, that shit is wild. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the Dale Jackson Award goes to Victoria Toon this week, y'all. Um that's really all I got. Uh, y'all let me know how y'all fucking with the video portion of the podcast, man. I'll see uh, where this is going to get uploaded. It's definitely not going on Spotify, though, because I ain't playing with y'all. Till they make an ad-friendly thing where I can get my little pennies off of these, it ain't no way in the hell I'm about to spend an hour and a half of my time talking for free. Spotify can eat all the dicks. Um, they need to figure that out. And I'm sorry, I hope that I don't... Don't knock me down off the algorithm because I was talking that shit about y'all. Just get it together. Um... 
if this is your first time seeing the podcast, man, if you're looking at this on a social media platform or some shit like that, because I am going to go ahead and post this video on the Facebook, maybe on the, maybe on Instagram. I don't know. I'm going to post some of this shit, maybe clip it up or something. Uh, this is your first time fucking with it, man. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, it's been dope. Uh, leave a five-star review if you haven't left one. Follow on all your listening platforms. If you're not, if you're not following all of the social media platforms, do that at Fuck This Shit Pod on Reddit, Twitter, and Instagram. FCS Podcast on Facebook. Um, we'll be back with more episodes soon, y'all. Hopefully, I can break down this little anxiety. We'll start doing some live episodes super, super soon. Um, I think that's all I got for y'all today, man. I'll see y'all on the other side. It's been real, as always. Uh, peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic jack. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Uh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they marry him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the billion. Yeah, man, you're not tuning in. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and